Hello, darling. Hey, can you hear me? Of course. How Beautiful. are you? Greetings to our listeners. <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> Post haul. How are you? Uh, I- I'm I'm definitely feeling things. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, I, I feel like we we both are, and we all are. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. That's that's what we're here to do, and that's what we're here to talk about, right? Certainly. Um, I think we we very loosely discussed the theme of our second show, and and uh, like sense memories, and maybe we should just call the entire podcast "The Stink" because it seems like me and you are very like in tune with our sense of smell. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing when I was trying to come up with a title for this one. If we were going to do sense memories, um, I, I, I cast my vote in that direction as well. Let's just call this the stink. The stink, right? Yeah. I think that sums it up pretty well too. Yeah, I feel like uh, just the theme of sense memory and things like that, but like the uh, the kind of undercurrent of that, I want to say, is like. Uh, senses attached to memories of our loved ones and so like really it's it's kind of a we're gonna be talking about love like in its more most distillate yeah that's uh yeah I guess we are that's I feel like I was probably rolling that around in my mind and not getting to it yet you got there before me um that's a really good way to put it Excellent. So this whole thing is going to be about love. Yeah, I mean, uh, I have some very disjointed notes. uh, And of course, I (laughs) decided to start with like a Lacan quote. You know, oh, I had Spinoza. Shit. All right, fine. Damn it. Damn it. (laughs) Well, he he famously defined love as giving something you don't have to someone who doesn't want it. So I guess you could say that love's joy is not to be found in fulfillment, but recognition. You know, I see you and allow you to see me and we delight in each other's existence. It's very simple. It is very simple. What occurs to me when you're saying that um, mm-hmm. is that it, it almost sounds like it's always at a remove, right? Or, or maybe I'm I'm not <laughs> maybe I'm not well, tracking. Too why hard. don't you Why don't you elaborate on that? <laughs> are you Are you um, speaking? we're born and die alone and yeah to an extent and recognition takes realizing that you're separate from something else Mm -hmm. right it's it's outside of you and it always will be to some extent Mm -hmm. um and maybe i'm focusing too much on on recognition specifically but i think that's that's a pretty operative word um and maybe that's that's part of the I may be jumping ahead too much, but maybe that's part of the the suffering that's inherent um, in love specifically. Yeah. Is separating realizing that you're separate and always yeah. will be, again to some extent. I think I mean I think that's almost like proof of the eternal, the fact that the heart uh revolts at separation um from from the people you love uh it's i like i think it it almost implies that we're 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 here we're these we're these souls in a meat suit and um you know like separation is so hard whether it's right. physical, emotional, whatever. Um, I don't know. Gosh, we kind of got off to a really heavy start here. Do you have like a <laughs> fart joke or something? Come on, tell a fart joke. 
I didn't have a fart joke. I did have, I know like last time we were talking a little bit about um, celebrity sightings. I did have another one that happened to me over the last week if we want to make it a little lighter. <laughs> I mean, I think that, that perfect timing because uh, yeah, I was, uh, that was quite a start. I that was a great start. Your... Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're gonna put a pin in that because you you went straight into it, and we need to be able to get back to that. Um, mm-hmm. But let's 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 maybe ease into it a little bit. I'm uh, very excited about how enthusiastic you are about that. I think you really hit on something there with the underpinning of this entire experiment that we have, um, and the evidence of the eternal. But before we get there. Let's let's walk it up, maybe a little bit. Um, first, I wanted to start off by saying uh, we will go to the utmost lengths to make our voices sound as uh, sexy and husky as possible for our <laughs> listeners. I know that it's a very serious thing. I I smoked a whole pack of Dunhills and left the window open a crack all night um, so I could sound like Tom Waits. Um, but now I just sound more like James Gandolfini than I usually do, but that's fine. I feel like there's an audience there. Was there any specific thing that you were doing to get your vocal quality, um, to give it that richness that it, it, it has right now? Uh, well, uh, I've been working on some music, uh, almost manically or maniacally, uh, <laughs> sometimes. Both. You know how I get, I just, you know, the spirit moves me and then I get tunnel vision and like obsessive cathexis, right? Isn't that the word? Uh-huh. Which <laughs> like is not almost, inherently negative. Right. But it's almost like an erotic attachment to this singular like passion. And I, I can, I can lose myself in that for like weeks at a time. And I feel like that's beginning again. <laughs> it's, I mean, you're, what I'm getting from that is there's a negativity to it. Um, I think it's good that you can get lost in something like that. And I, I know I, I'm biased, um, but the stuff that you produce is actually good, which is rare for something that, you know, people can get obsessed with. So, mm-hmm. So you've been you've been uh, laying down vocal tracks. Uh yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like with me, it's either like just weird sounding weird stuff that like three people might like, or just full That's on familiar. like, or or just like karaoke milf or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's, know. What- what what is your what does your Instagram handle have to do with any of this? Uh, it is karaoke milf, right? No, stop saying that. That's probably someone I don't want them to want them to get a bunch of weirdos and haters. After but them. we'll edit this out. It's fine. It's fine. We'll censor it. Uh, no, we're not. No, we're not. No. We're not. I'm not no. censoring anything. I'm not censoring, no censoring. anything. Absolutely yeah. not. Um. Christmas was interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I went skiing the day after Christmas and I ran into my friend's little brother. And then we went to like a movie afterwards. So that was, yeah. that was a nice distraction, I guess. I don't know. Just texting, you... texting my friend okay. that, you know, I ran into her 26 year old brother on the mountain and that we're going on a date and then immediately putting that shit on moon mode. Oh, amazing. What did you, okay. So many questions. How, how familiar <laughs> were you with this person before he said he was 26, right? Yeah. Great age. Um, Great I, age. Yeah. Um, I definitely helped him with his chemistry homework in high school. And please don't turn that into a, into a gross joke, please. Karaoke begging milf. You. Stop. Um, stop. Stop it. I need you, I need you to stop it. Please I'm going to stop it. Please stop it continue. right now. Stop. I'm going to stop. stop. I'm okay. Stop. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> please tell me. Please, please tell me the celebrity... Christmas encounter. 
please. I, I, I will. I hope it was like a surly Scottish dude. I don't know why I always imagine surly Scottish guys. <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't. Uh, can, can you tell me, uh, can you tell us, the listeners, who are waiting with bated breath here, what movie you guys saw? And was it good? Nightmare Alley. And, oh, um, great. Where'd you ca- then? <laughs> yes, I man? Yes, um, I was the twisted sociopathic psychiatrist, the blonde bombshell. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was watching something else over the Christmas break that you were in that was a little, a little longer, um, had more like fantasy elements to it. Um, I think you did great work, but I haven't seen uh, Nightmare Alley yet. What yeah. do you think of your well, performance? My facelift was looking a little tight, but I think I, I, I think I really, I really ate it up. I mean, we'll see what the fans uh, you always say. do. Yeah, I mean, you're one of the most skilled uh, thespians out there today. Um, thank you. Myself excluded, of course. Thank, but, um, thank you. I, I have zero training, zero aptitude, and nothing but disdain for the in, for the industry. So I think that really carries through in all of my performances you can definitely see the the undercurrent there it's really just pure talent like no lessons needed um and you know you, you've always been that way which is amazing uh, i love to see that consistently consistency so um I'll, I'll definitely see it okay wonderful i kept <laughs> laughing though at like like you know just i feel like it was a, i don't know maybe I just think like the worst things are funny. Like a close up oh, on like some guy's skull just caved in and I just start <laughs> laughing. I'm, so I'm not hard. laughing because that's act- I mean it is a little funny. Wait, are you giving somebody's skull gets caved in and it's funny? I thought it was hilarious. Um I was a little I was a little torqued up on Diet Dr. Pepper. We're gonna be oh honest. shit so you didn't you didn't go into the sober all right i get it now it's Got fine it. it's fine <laughs> <laughs> okay but all right now tell me you you owe you owe me and our our devoted and much beloved listeners your your celebrity encounter please yeah of course i i never welch on a, a bet or a deal or whatever. Um, okay. A so, deal bet. <laughs> a deal bet. A bet deal. <laughs> um, so, so this one was uh, a little more involved um, than the last one. Not to not Nick Cage level, um, but I actually had an interaction with somebody that I'd uh, worked with before. Um, I was walking down the east side of downtown, um, just kind of taking in the rest of the snow. Oh, I, I didn't mention it actually snowed here in the holiday of uh, the Hollywood of Canada uh, for the first time in a long time. And it was great. Um, and I like to actually be out in that because it never snows here. Um, and I was walking on the east side of downtown and I ran into Lena Olin, um, who had actually, first of all, I'm a huge fan um, who doesn't love Havana and personal favorite, The Ninth Gate. I know that's kind of corny to say because, uh, you know, all of the stuff around that particular mm-hmm. director. Um, but she's just an amazing, uh, amazing person. Um, she's and like some... six feet tall. And she, also, seriously. <laughs> she really ate it up and Romeo is bleeding. Just stole the entire movie. Amazing. Incredible amazing performance. performance. Right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, I mean... Her height was something I kind of had to get used to the first couple times that we met because, uh, as you know, and maybe our audience knows, I'm not a tall man. Uh, I may sound You're an actor. You're an actor. You're (laughs) compact and, and, you know, you're very, very concentrated, but powerful. Concentrated. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm taking all of that as... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm compact. I'm you're not like a you're not like a weird midget though. You're definitely <laughs> you're you're not like a manlet, but you're not like a lanky guy or just like regular size. Yeah, I, I feel like I hit a, a pretty good heavy medium height wise. Um, yeah, 
but this story is not about me. This story is about Lena. Um, and don't get too excited. It's not that crazy. Um, but we ran into each other on the street and she was actually on her way to um, a restaurant that was a little further down um, that does this really good pozole. Like, I don't know if you know this about her, but like she loves pozole. Like anywhere she goes, if there's good quality, she'll go to like go out of her way to get it. Um, and it's totally unexpected. But um, she, was, she was on her way to this place and she invited me along. And again, like we'd worked together, we hung out a couple of times, but we weren't super close or anything. Um, and I wasn't doing anything, so why not? Um, and we sit down, she orders. And this was like evening times. So, you know, I, I, I think I ordered like a beer or something and she turned to the waiter and she asked for mezcal. And, you know, fine, whatever. That's if you're, if you're gonna be there, do it. But she gave uh, this guy this, this kind of like, half wink like I didn't really notice it as it was happening but it, it felt like some sort of signal and sure enough the guy comes back with I can what I can only describe as like just a regular coffee mug filled to the no ice miss gall and she just takes it like a shot and sets it back down on the table the guy wow. walks off with it and comes back with another one she was able to put away so much liquor i was so taken aback totally unaffected like she was drinking it like water insane um maybe she's from a high altitude exactly it speaks to her constitution um and i definitely couldn't keep up um she she did kind of she didn't really laugh at me like i knew there was kind of a chuckle um because she knew i was uh nowhere near her constitution um but we kind of hung out for a couple hours. And by the time that, you know, we, we were about to leave, she was a little tipsy and she uh, invited me out to go see her, her yacht. That was the reason why she was, um, why she was in town. Um, Cause it was getting shipped up from somewhere. And she has a slip here and I was about to go with her um, to go see this yacht specifically just like us two. Um, but, you know, I kind of thought better of it, knowing what uh, what her recent work was uh, centered around. I mean, I'm not super, you know, superstitious or anything um, between fantasy and reality. But you know, I don't want to be caught in another yacht explosion, um, even if we aren't married. So <laughs> I love how you um, just completely told this anecdote, and I'm like listening, and then you just turned it into like a huge inside joke which I could never explain because oh, damn you <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a real son of a bitch know. sometimes I don't know why you're laughing that that did happen um and it, I mean the the parting was a little bit weird just because like I, I basically just refused to go see her yacht um, but yeah, that was my, uh, that was my celebrity experience. You just have to take a woman, put your hands on her shoulders, look her square in the eye and just tell her, no, I'm so sorry, but it's not going to work. Yeah. I have a I hate that to you're going to murder me. I, ha I hate to see you in so much pain, but it's just not going to work. <laughs> Uh, and she tossed up another mug of mezcal and went on her way, and that was it. I mean, the Swedes, what can I say about the Swedish that I haven't said already? <laughs> uh, that's. I mean, for our audience who may not be uh, fully up to speed, is there are there any key words you want to throw out there? Or maybe that'll be something that we cover in a future episode. Um, great music. A lot of mosquitoes, really nice looking men. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> that basically sums it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe one of these days I will make the perfect pop record and dedicate it to the men of Sweden. <laughs> Just the, the entirety of that population. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nobody's done men. it before. I think it, it needs to be done, though. Well, yeah, right? but it's just the men. Yeah. I'll I do mean, a record for Elena Owen. 
specifically I, just her though. This is turning into the Swedish episode. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Are we going to go there? I'm not ready to, I haven't no. even processed it. It's still ongoing. I can't, oh, I don't want to give away too much. Ugh. No, it's fine. We don't have to do any of that yet. We still have thousands of episodes to to spool that story out. Yeah. Oh, it's a pretty, it's a thick spool. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I mean, that's the only kind of spool we, we truck with, right? Only thick ones. <laughs> oh, thick as, thick as a bowl of cold oatmeal. <laughs> oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. Ah, you know, sense memory. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do you want to maybe pivot back into that? Um I just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever whenever I smell Nathan's hot dogs on the 4th of July, I think of our time oh. together in Coney Island. <laughs> uh you you stole one of um Well, the last episode we had, you reminded me of uh the Mr. Softy theme which honestly i haven't heard for like five years they don't have those here um that was a really good one um would you ever move back to new york or are you just done with it i think i'm kind of done um i like going back i don't think Uh uh-huh yeah I, I wouldn't, if I did, I wouldn't be in the five boroughs. Um, I'd probably want to live upstate somewhere. Yeah. Um, and either, you know, commute in or just not ever leave uh, the compound. I don't know. Uh, like, I'm kind of done with cities in general. I, that sounds super pretentious, but. I love going back. I love, I love going back. I love visiting my family there and my friends there. Um but it's so nice to come home. It's yeah. so nice to come home to quiet, to <laughs> just, you know, to people that aren't like pressed to prove something to the world. Like just yeah. regular living, I think, is, <laughs> is more my speed. <laughs> Good old down-home country living. That's my favorite. Ooh. Oh, country girls make do. Yes, they do. <laughs> I um, mean, yeah, bringing it back to Pozole. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. I feel like I feel like this podcast is just like documentation of like our friendship that only like me and you really understand, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. That's I, that's definitely one aspect of it. I I still think you you were onto something when you were talking about this being about love. There are many different forms, mm-hmm. as we know, and most of them have Greek names attached to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like could never keep this, those straight. No, and the definitions always shift depending on mm-hmm. you know what sixth grade religion teacher is running you through them. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, of course, a big aspect of the show is us making each other laugh in dumb ways that like maybe two or three people will chuckle at. Who cares? That's that's why we're doing this experiment, right? Mm-hmm. At least it sounds Absolutely. good. <sighs> We've got these great voices. I mean, yours is definitely better than mine. Um, <laughs> that's all right. That's I all don't right. agree with that, but that's fine. Um. Speaking about that, though, that was actually something I keep trying to, like, bring us back to, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not trying to, like, give any uh, format to this show, but that was something that actually um, I kind of wanted to talk about was, so you mentioned when we first started talking about this, um, the two senses that you specifically have tied to really powerful memories are smell, sense, which I think we've already agreed mm-hmm. on. And then sounds. Um, And, you know, there there are always, of course, like songs that remind you of people or places or times or whatever. And that's, you know, we we can always talk about that. That's fine. Um, But I feel like voices specifically and the either the first time that you hear somebody's voice in Mm -hmm. 
you know, the, the same space as that person or the first time that you're truly listening to that person um, for me was really tied to some powerful memories. Does that, does that resonate with you at all? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way I was thinking through it, there were two specific things I was thinking, well, two things that came up, not, you know, the only two. Um, the first time was when I was very little and my dad was reading a story to me and he really emphasized this one line. Um, and if you think my voice is good, you should hear his. Oh, it was really deep and really, really, really deep, really resonant, really projected. Um, and I thought he was an actor for the longest time. He's not. Uh, I, I broke away from the, the family business being an actor. Um, that was one time. And then the other was uh, the first time that I actually heard your voice in the same physical space. Um, we'd been <laughs> long distance for a while to say the uh -huh. least. Um, mm -hmm. And we'd had you know phone conversations and all that and FaceTime and whatever. But the first time that I could actually hear you speak to me, like your voice would hit my ears and have no medium between it. Um, my my central nervous system lit up like a Christmas tree um, and just thinking about that like um, mm -hmm. those specific voice memories because I feel like music and like ambient sound I think is something mm -hmm. that everybody thinks about when they think about memory but voice for me is really really specific yeah I um yeah I just remember you just walked right up to me and it was just like I don't know. It felt very natural. Like we, I don't know. Like I, I feel like, I, yeah, we've known each other for about a decade, but it feels so much longer. Like even back in the early days, uh, when we first started going together, um, yeah. <laughs> like it just felt really natural. And yeah. I remember having this anxiety of like, this is really nice. This feels really good to see and to be seen and to be recognized. Um, and I remember having this anxiety, like, obviously this isn't going to last. You know, I live in New Mexico. He lives in New York. Like, but I hope, I really hope, hope, hope I can like salvage a lifelong friend out of this. Like I really <laughs> did feel that way. And I'm very glad that that's, how it ended up like I'm very I'm very happy about that yeah well. I am too I mean that's you you said it like I I will completely agree with you that like since the beginning I feel like it's been just very natural between mm -hmm. us and even if that part of the relationship didn't work out or whatever like that was there was always going to be that under underpinning of like you know the the friendship that we had Right. building up to that that wasn't mm -hmm. ever going to go away and Thank i'm glad for uh, yeah jesus um that's so rare i mean it really is rare i mean it's it's it really is like a like a recognition yeah when you meet like those an, those people in your life that are you know they're they're going to be a big part um it's like an instant i don't know how to describe it like schlocky and like romantic but it's not it's like a it's <laughs> no. just like a human like nice I don't know like a recognition and yes of yeah. course I'm ro I'm romanticizing it because I do that to everything I'm hopeless but <laughs> <laughs> but like you mean though right like that baseline no, comfort and recognition mean. good yeah and I think recognition is that's the that's the term for it like I don't know if you want to put like resonance on it because mm -hmm. I think recognition fits better um and I, I also have a feeling that we both tend to romanticize things which is another recognition that's fine we're um, artistic types <laughs> we're very uh very emotional very free flow it's because we're both Gemini's um I don't hey now but, hey now <laughs> That's uh, I'm, I'm not not really sure what uh what a Gemini is. I just uh, you know, heard it's everything bad so. that people don't like. 
<laughs> it's everything yeah. bad that non-Geminis don't like because exactly. they're jealous. Exactly. Let's be we 100% should, transparent. We should, we should form like a secret society, like a place of, a place of, of, uh, of rest for us forlorn Geminis who are abused by the world constantly on a daily basis. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is sort of the first step to that. Next right. is a big compound up in the uh, the Swiss Alps um, yeah. or someplace comparable, but yeah, we need to we need space to to rest. We have all of this work that we're doing carrying the rest of the world on our shoulders. Right, just just like a mountain compound where we can all gather and take research chemicals not approved for human use and then unleash <laughs> our brilliance on the world. In the most beneficial way to humanity as possible. I want to make that very plain for anybody who's listening right now. This is yeah, not a nothing, super villain pitch. Um, no, nothing dastardly at all, ever. No, no, really, it's about um, smoking handmade 2CB out of our dismal light bulbs um, <laughs> in a really nice compound. Um, and sort of moving on from there. Like, I feel like that's, that's, that's a, I swear, a good I was, I had a 2CB joke, okay? And like, <laughs> I was gonna say it later and you like, oh, shit. accepted that shit straight from my head. You're like an evil warlock who reads uh, my mind and steals my fucking jokes. Okay. Sorry that for was cussing. the only time that I, actually stole um and that's just a recognition baby stay out of my head (laughs) i'm already there i'm not leaving (laughs) i'm sorry i cretin oh god uh it's just because we like the same research chemicals that that has nothing to do with that (laughs) or maybe we both smoked enough that now we have telepathic powers either way i've been levitating this entire conversation not super high just like four inches off the ground yeah i'm good good i mean that's that's pretty normal for you right though like i, I remember that about you like you know when you're concentrating i just on levitate that's usually i happens. just levitate yeah. sometimes it happens <laughs> like joseph of cupertino like i just i don't i can't control it i just start floating sometimes i mean would you want to control it i feel like that's a, uh, a nice like a uh, little surprise it can get embarrassing, like around strangers. Um, but most people are very understanding. Yeah, most people I, don't I, even notice. Most people don't notice a lot of things, um, and levitation, I'm sure, is included in that. But right. I think it's one of the the nice qualities that make you you, even if it I'm, comes from smoking too too much two CB. It's really good artisanal TCB from from a local family-owned uh, TCB <laughs> co-op. Right. You have a lot of those down there, I've heard. Um, it's we only New have Mexico. Yeah. It's New Mexico. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I wanted something different this week. Uh, ayahuasca yeah. is a little played out. Oh, totally. So. Yeah, and I wanted something I could just, you know, uh, something I could take at work. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) so I'm way behind this. I usually wait to get home um, to blow my my limbic system out with 2CB. Are you microdosing at work? Not that you have to answer that uh, on this public forum, but blink twice for you. Okay, all jokes aside, uh-huh. the woman who introduced microdosing research chemicals to me was my former boss. Oh, wonderful. The, at the apartment of Denergy, let's just call it that. <laughs> <laughs> That's impenetrable. I'm, I'm going to have to go back and see if I can pick that up. They're never going to okay. figure it out. They're never going to figure it out. <laughs> I'm always I mean, six steps ahead of my haters playing uh, 5D chess. <laughs> you always have been. I always have to sprint to keep up. Um, do you Sorry, feel I'm rubbing Vaseline all over my face. Oh, shit. Is it that time? <laughs> it's time to rub. 
it was so windy uh it was so windy when i went skiing it was like i don't know i just felt like a piece of beef jerky afterwards <laughs> real, real dried out and savory um it's been yeah. sort of the same year salty. but yeah always salty salty and brassy oh. um yeah it's I been sort the of the same not here, gonna but... suck <laughs> i'm like i'm just like all over the place like i'm on my little bounce ball again and uh i got my airpods in my phone is on the table and uh yeah if it sucks it sucks i mean i'm kind of doing the same thing um i know we got some feedback that uh my voice was fading a little bit last time so i, I did mm -hmm. put my airpods in so hopefully that corrects it um is the bouncy ball that's your designated podcasting spot now right did you yeah. did you secure your spirulina this time is it everywhere again i actually am just drinking water today um i have to stay hydrated because i mean obviously if i'm going to be taking research chemicals i have to stay hydrated <laughs> and levitation really takes it out of me oh so it's it's like an effort thing it doesn't happen automatically that's wow okay so all of this is starting to make sense now, um, mm -hmm. but totally gets you. Um, I'm on my, I, I don't know how many cups of coffee this is, but that doesn't count as a research chemical. Um, yeah. It's just boring office shit, but that's what I'm drinking. So um, are do you have any projects coming up this year that you're either like something that you don't want to do that you're going to get done or conversely and maybe even also projects that you're looking forward to yes to both um do i want to be specific about those yet mm, it's it's kind of weird because a lot of it is still up in the air at this point uh -huh. i mean it's not even it's not even next year yet um, are you is there a character that you have to keep reprising that you're tired of that you're hoping gets put away oh i see what this is about now you're trying to trying to reveal no, a no, bit no, more no, to no. the audience okay sorry, sorry, I, don't, sorry. I don't know about that sorry. no no no. that's that i wasn't very sneaky i'm not good at being subtle <laughs> i'm not good at being subtle or sneaky and i wear no. every emotion plain on my face i know it's very no. boring no um no, I like that. Um, I, I will say there are some things that I will probably be treating as more chores than, um, you know, enjoying. Mm -hmm. But as uh, we talked about at the beginning of the show, we are all about the audience. I am all about my audience. I know what they're asking for and they don't stop asking for it. There's always a certain point where you do have to you know, take your audience by the shoulders, look them in the eye and say, it's not going to work. Um, but that's it's not going to work. It's just not going <laughs> to work, right? It's not going to work. Um, but no, that, that time's not yet. Um, I think I still have a, a couple more, a couple more of those projects in me and they're not, they're not chores. I don't want to take that back. It's, it's still fun. Oh, it's just you. what I want to do. What? Oh, you. <laughs> I know who's listening. In fact, I um like we're not really gonna promote this, I think, until we have like several episodes. Uh, but I did send this to a couple of people to listen to and give feedback, and it was generally good, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't think I'm gonna. I don't know. My mom always asks about you. Really? And I'm like, yeah, she's <laughs> curious. Yeah. Um, but what you I don't know. Maybe I should have her listen. Maybe I should have her listen. I mean, that could answer some questions. Sure. What, it, is it just like a general, like, how's he doing? Yeah, pretty much. What's he up mm -hmm. to? Okay. What happened to that guy? You know, that sort of stuff. <laughs> uh, died in a yacht. And then, uh, so actually, it's a funny story because yeah. your first name is the same or rather similar. Never actually you know what I don't want to go down this road. Oh really? I, I don't you know I don't I, see, I don't know. We shouldn't be, no. 
you know, I felt like I started recognizing the street signs as we were moving down that one. Um, but that's that's totally fine. Uh, I, I, I feel like I know what you were going to, yeah, maybe what you were going to say. He completely dropped out of the music scene and is like an art teacher now. Oddly, I was, I think before, was it like last year? Um, for some reason, he just like popped up in my mind. And I started <laughs> looking for stuff that he was doing recently. Just like, oh, had he dropped anything? Um, yeah. He's really good. I think mm -hmm. we could probably both admit that. But yeah, I hadn't found anything. Um, that makes sense now. Yeah, he's like, he's like in Sweden teaching like ancient printmaking techniques or something. <laughs> so, or so. Motherfucker. Oh, I know. I think, <laughs> yeah. And like directing uh, the occasional music video for friends. Jesus. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that was such a large part of my life that I couldn't like, I'm not like super musically inclined. I think I'm a good mimic or parrot, you know, like I can, mm. I, and I can sound it so well that I feel like I could like put out an album under his name and be like, wow, this is classic. <laughs> He's back to his uh, old self. Return the form. Wow. Yeah. This one's for the real heads, man. <laughs> this is old uh, school. <laughs> I, so I'm, I'm not, not trying to flatter you or anything. I agree that you are a good mimic, but that needs to have talent behind it anyway, or else it's going to sound like a copy. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't think you would sound like a copy. I, I feel like people would believe it. I would tell people to believe it and people believe me. So, you know, there's that too. <laughs> Oh, I love a good hoax, though, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you're going to do it, which not saying that you are, but if you are going to do it, you should put out like commit. Four. Yeah, commit to the bit yeah. fully. Can't just be like one EP. Like it has to be like a good like eight like years a, of work. Like a concept record and then maybe <laughs> like a really weird like musique concrète concept album. <laughs> oh, you're... <laughs> fucking music to my ears literally yeah uh i i would i would buy that even if it wasn't under that uh those auspices yeah um you should do it i know like a master art forger but i'm just like <laughs> trying trying to give the fans what they want even if it's not real <laughs> and, hey it's always gonna be real and maybe that maybe that's how you find your way out of uh your you're feeling that uh, you're a, a mimic. That's maybe that's how you find your voice. Right. The muse uh, becomes the artist. Exactly. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, art uh, teacher, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know. God, if that was my art teacher, I'd be like, <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get in trouble this semester. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyways, um, so after last week when we recorded our first episode, uh, mm. I had gotten my and I like half the people I know are gonna give me so much shit for this, but I don't care. I had my COVID booster. Yes, it probably doesn't work. Yes, yep. are we signing up for a lifetime of pharmaceutical company? uh hijinks and deception probably but also yes. like i just want to go to jamaica okay <laughs> like, give me the shot i don't care yeah no i, I need to go lay on a beach or something but anyways yeah. so after we did our first episode uh like a few hours later like i had gotten the shot in the morning and then uh by that evening i thought i was going to die I remember you mentioning that. It's like, it, was, it was a rough oh, night. It was so bad. It was like, oh, anyways, maybe I'm just a wimp, but it really sucked. And I actually had COVID this time last year, actually, and it wasn't that bad. But my reaction to that booster was worse <laughs> than actually having COVID, I swear. It was terrible. Was it, so when you went to the, wherever you actually got it done, 
did they just like pull out a big cartoon syringe and like pull out of a barrel of like like a plastic barrel with labeled like graphene oxides so like here you go here's the boost well okay so you know this table you sit down in front of it he gives you the shot and then he had the band-aid like already unwrapped hanging off the corner of like the biohazard like container no. that he was chucking the syringes in i swear to god and i was just like <laughs> only in new mexico baby oh, only in santa god. fe yeah but whatever i'm Sorry that you had such a terrible experience. Um, have you grown any extra appendages? Do you I feel mean, like a Dracula? Like, are there any long-term effects that you can tell our audience about? Um, well, I have kind of a just a baseline level of violence that's normal for me. Um, yep. Which is like graphic revenge fantasies, gore, that sort of thing. Uh, I did yeah. notice that they were a little bit more violent than usual. Like, it wasn't just uh, squeezing the life out of my enemy's throat. I would also spit into their two unseen dead eyes. Like, it was just like a little extra, little extra violence. So both intensity and length of action. Yeah. And then also, I was definitely, there's definitely a a sexual component. Uh, Usually that's not what does. Ah, a little bit. Yeah. um, Okay. Yeah, so I mean, luckily we have a very robust hobo uh, population in town, and nobody's gonna miss those guys. And you know, sometimes you just gotta do what you need to do to get on with your life. And yeah, that, I mean, that's really. I'm a good not thing proud about it, of right? it. I'm not proud of it, but no, I mean, nobody's saying you are. I mean, I'm pretty sure they wanted to die. Or they wouldn't have gotten in my car. So, I mean. Yeah, there has to be that element of, of wanting it, right? Or inviting it. Like, I yeah, feel like that, that's another recognition right there. Exactly. Like, you see each other see? across across the street. They're mm-hmm. getting into your car, recognizing you right? as the towering inferno of a person that you are. And mm-hmm. you're recognizing them as basically a smudge on the lens of your life. Right? Like, mm-hmm. does, that, does that sort of resonate? That was very well said, and I agree with that. And uh, also, I just want to uh, remind our listeners, I cannot hurt you unless you invite me in. So just remember that. So when I asked if you felt like a Dracula, I guess that's sort of an answer to that. Um, I, okay. I mean, I don't suck the blood. Like, I, I do suck some of the blood, but I also play around in their guts a little bit. I like yeah. marrow a lot. Oh, who doesn't? That's, I mean, I you know. can't say that. And even even the most grizzled wino has tasty bone marrow. Well, you know, it's, it's deep enough in there that it doesn't really get touched by, uh, you know, a terrible life, which is it, really the great thing yeah. about marrow. It's like, it's it's protective. That's what bones it's are there like, for. It's almost like kimchi, you know, it's like lacto-fermented bone marrow. I mean, it's really, I think it's great. I, I've never had it, but I... 100% trust your tastes. Um, I, know. I know what I'm doing this weekend now. Right? Oh, I bet it's been a while since you went hobo hunting. It's like riding I mean, a bike, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't have any qualms about getting back into it. We have a pretty sizable population here as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only right. thing is, is that a lot of them are um, are mixed with fentanyl. Um, and, okay. you know, I don't want to get into that. Um but you know, I feel like if you if I just like crack one like a like a crab leg and you know suck the marrow out quickly, it's probably less risk. Um, yeah. So yeah, Saturday activity. Yeah. I mean. Well, now that... Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just gonna, you know, remind you how good eyeballs taste because I feel like I... it's been a while. It, de- it definitely has been a while, but what makes you think I forgot about that? If we're we're still talking about sense memories here, like so many events in both of our lives, I know for a fact are tied yeah. to that particular flavor. So there's there's no I way mean, I would have forgotten. I was that. actually, I actually, I owe it to you, who introduced me to just how good eyeballs can taste. I was oh. afraid of it, you know. I was like, oh, this is. This is a little morbid and gory, even for me, but you really Everybody encouraged me. 
I know, right? But my first time, I was so scared. Uh, but you really encouraged me. And I got to say, I'm glad because now it's one of my favorite flavors. Well, I'm glad I could play at least a minor part in that. Um, I know how dear to your heart um, you hold specific flavors. And it's really good to hear that, you know, I was, I, I helped with that. So that's, you were that's instrumental. That makes me feel so good. Thank you. Oh, I'm so, smiling. What a great memory. <laughs> ah, we got to go hunting together soon. It's been too long. Yeah, we do. I was going to say like, okay, so that was, that was last week. Do you feel like the effects have faded or are you still on that rampage that we've all been waiting for you to go on? Um, the blood rage is, is almost gone. Uh, but I do, I feel, I feel good. You know, I'm charged up. I'm charged up. (laughs) I'm full of of vital, vital energy that I need. Just suffused and essential fats and minerals that you can really only get through incredibly violent murder and soft Mm -hmm. tissue. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's really important to eat organ meat. There's so many minerals in it. It's so important. So I really want to miss out on that. Right. And I think, uh, I think that contributes to cognitive decline in in later years is we're missing those minerals that uh, you really can only get from just gorging yourself on liver and kidneys and even eyeballs. I, yeah, I mean, eyeballs is, you know, more of a, you know, like Ortolan type thing where it's really mm-hmm. just about the flavor and the, the transgression. Do you it's feel the, like it's there's the a... eyeball eyeball umami mouthfeel. <laughs> you uh, you what... taught me to love that. That's one of my favorite phrases, eyeball umami. Um, do you feel like... I'm sorry, I'm trying not to lose it. <laughs> We made it so far. That that was like I know we could have kept it going. Minutes. That's it. Well, thank God we're recording shit. that. That was really good shit. Yeah. That's what we do. It's been a while. It's been a while. That's what we do, baby. <laughs> oh, what are you? Uh, what are you eating tonight? And I hope it's hobo. <laughs> well, I I still have to. I still have to pick something up. Um, and I think it probably will be like, I mean, it's funny that you mentioned organ meats. I'm, I'm feeling like um, probably like grilled sliced hearts, something that Ooh. everybody ignores because it's a muscle and it's hard to cook and it's all juicy and everything, but really, really good. Just like grilled over charcoal. Um, nice. For what I'm actually eating. Um, for liability purposes, because uh, none of the things that anybody just heard were real. Um, exactly, I don't know. it was <laughs> performance art. Performance <laughs> art. If that wasn't uh, obvious, um, I don't know. I haven't even thought about it yet. It's it's that weird intermediary time between the holidays that mm-hmm. just like the spirit kind of goes out of you a little bit. Um, it, it's fine. It's it's everyone. The Europeans have all those days off. Like. W- us North Americans deserve to have this throwaway week between Christmas and New Year's. Like, just let us have this one thing, please. Yeah. Wait, so what are you eating? Do you have plans? <laughs> um, there is like a sushi pop-up at a distillery in my neighborhood. Oh God, that sounds so bougie. I was gonna check that out though. <laughs> wow, all of the all of the key words. Sushi pop-up. I know, distillery. right? Checked all the boxes. Uh-huh. Oh. Distillery for what though? Uh they make all kinds of stuff. Like they make gin, uh whiskey, I think vodka. I don't know. It's got like the it's so hokey. It's called like tumble root or something. Oh, well, they, they all but are. they yeah, but they they frequently have like uh pop up kitchen things there. Yeah. I don't know. Pretty good. That, that sounds fun. Uh, now I understand why you have such a sizable hobo population. They're probably just drinking out of the bathtubs at the back of this place. Right? Oh my goodness. Pardon me. <laughs> Yawn. Uh, so this was a very productive episode where we discussed absolutely jack all, but I had fun. 
we we discussed more than I had even planned on. Like this was, I feel like this could have been a two parter. I know. I love just bullshitting with you and like being weird and stupid. <laughs> there's a there's definite. There's a real Darth of uh, stupidity in my life that I miss very much. I don't know if I would agree with that statement as it actually stands. I feel like there's probably less of the right kind of stupidity, but far be it for me to judge anybody else. Um, (sighs) That's what this whole thing started out as, right? I I love the fact that we can have themes. That's fine. But um, that's why we started doing this because one, we're really good at it. And one, Mm -hmm. uh, two, (laughs) we're really good at making each other laugh and stringing out weird, terrible hobo murder stories for a good 10 minutes. Right. Oh, man. I I feel like, I feel like I'm almost back. I feel like I'm like 80% back and you definitely yeah. helped. You definitely helped. Uh, the music thing, like whatever. I am so bad. I'm never, I can't, I can't like, sell myself I can just make stuff and if someone likes it that's great but I don't it's the other part I, I don't know how to do well like promoting do you <laughs> yeah do you want your stuff I mean everybody wants you know not maybe not feedback but like you know acknowledgement recognition um I... is that what you want to do though with the the stuff that you're working on now do you want it out there in a bigger way I just, I want the people that I have relationships with, whether in the past or in the future or current, like, uh, I don't know. I just want them to like it. I'm not good at, like, communication. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, like, if I can, I don't know. If I can, if I can convey a, a feeling without, like, explicitly describing it um that I think that's what I'm trying to do sorry I made that sound super stupid but no no I I I think you've you've done that um and you've you've only posted a couple things um and I know you're still working on stuff but I think you're actually really good at that um with whatever you work on even if you're a good communicator I think you you're good at evoking those things even if it's not plain in words so Mm -hmm. I think you're on the right track you just need a a good agent I guess um you're welcome do you like my big glasses that keep sliding down my nose I really like your big glasses uh (laughs) they make you look like Janine from Ghostbusters in the best way possible (laughs) Have you always, I mean, again, like we've known each other for a decade, but we haven't always seen each other. Has that been the, the thing for like recently or has that been the last eight years? Um, I, I mean, I always had like really good vision and then like I turned 30 and everything started falling apart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. I can relate. Yeah. Right. Like, never had a cavity in, like, 2020 vision, and then, like, the clock struck midnight on 30, and all of a sudden, (laughs) I need, you know, two fillings, and I have astigmatism. You're starting to look like those hobos you've been taking out so much anger on. Maybe that's... uh, Well, I mean, it's it's well known I do taste good. That's true. (laughs) That is 100% true. Um, Okay. Now that we're getting dirty, maybe we should... (laughs) <laughs> no this is it when it starts we're we're at the hour mark um caved in skulls and casual murder is fine but any kind of flirtation is just no nope. distasteful if we get racy we need to shut it down i will say shut though, it down that, uh, shut it down um no one of the the titles for this episode that i drafted um creamy yellow d uh, oh, I didn't know how God, you were going to react you. to that. <laughs> I 
didn't know how you were going to react to it. Um, uh, but I, I mean, it's, I, I thought that was funny. I mean that well, of course, but. The skin of the jaundiced alcoholic. <laughs> oh, that sounds wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, darling. Oh. You're welcome. We've just been we've just been talking shit for an hour. How fun. Yeah. It's good that we have a schedule around this too. I know. I um there's that oh god, I keep bringing it up. You know, that guy. Do it. Yeah. Uh it was mm-hmm. really nice it was really nice to just pass several hours like just being goofy and like natural in ourselves and I will definitely miss that. So yeah. there was kind of that void. Um but you helped ease the the pain uh a lot and I could never repay you for that. Baby, if you ever need somebody to fill your void, you know I'm always here. All right, that's it. We're done. That's it. I mean, I can't, I can't think of anything better to end on, except I would like to remind you and the listeners that mm-hmm. the void, a big hole, belongs to women. Holes. That's so true. Just chew on that for the next week. Nothing belongs to men. Think about that, and we'll be back with you next time with the okay. show about two hermits that ran into each other on the road to the city and now they're talking about what they're going to do when they get there we're eating Um, hobo we're eating hobos all right good night god bless you i love you i love you